welcome Spartans to Mission Debrief. We're playing every mission in the mainline Halo video game series in chronological order, discussing our experiences and sprinkling in a little lore along the way. If you'd like to play along and have your thoughts read on the show, email us at podcastevolved at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at podcastevolved on Twitter. We'll be playing the Metropolis mission from Halo 2 on the next episode. This episode, we're debriefing the outskirts from Halo 2. I'm your host, Colin Perkins, alongside David Arnold. Hello, everybody. And Krista Brown. Regret my BR in your face, alien scum. Very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Last mission, the Covenant found Earth. Master Chief Uh-oh. greets Master Chief greets the relatively small invading force with his new dual wielding skills and a beautifully balanced battle rifle before using the bomb planted on Cairo station to punch a hole in their fleet. Meanwhile, Thelvadam, Thelvadam is made uh, the scapegoat for the loss of installation 04 by the Covenant hierarchy. This mission, Miranda Keys, Sergeant Avery Johnson, and Chief descend on the city of New Mombasa and discover that they're dealing with the Prophet of Regret's fleet. A scarab suddenly surfaces and grounds their squadron of pelicans. Chief and Johnson proceed through the city on foot, warthog, and ghost in an effort to board the Covenant ship that's hovering over the city to take out one of those crazy aliens riding in a floaty chair. The date of the game is October 20th, 2552. Where do you guys want to start? Let's do this. At Let's the beginning. <laughs> yeah, Hoorah. the intro is awesome. Yeah, that intro is pretty good. The regret, regret, regret. Um, mm-hmm. David, you want to take us through that a little bit? It is pretty cool. So they just intercepted a message, and all they could translate was regret, regret, regret. And they're like, what does it mean? And Johnson just puts in what is, I regret <laughs> These alien assholes. I regret something about invading, and I certainly regret the f- core beating up my raggedy ass fleet. Mm-hmm. Everyone goes hoorah, hoorah! So many so good lines. Pretty, he's so yeah, good. he's he's straight off the bat like an amazing character, and um, it's just oh, it's just so good. Johnson's so good. So immediately we are given the classic Halo trope of pelicans crashing, mm-hmm. constantly crashing. Yep. Um, all the time. Every time there's in, there's every time there's the time, a pelican, it crashes. It pretty much. So we got three pelicans here, and of the three, two are crashed and shot down by a scarab. So that was a pretty cool kind of moment of the scarab. The first time we've ever seen or even heard of such a thing. Yep. Crashing through the streets and blowing. We've seen it in deep. chronological order, but not in. Oh, sorry. Order. That's true. We yep. would have seen it in Reach. Yeah, but we didn't really. I mean, mm-hmm. there was a there was a kind of that one moment in Reach where they're they're you're kind of riding through yeah. their legs. But yeah, you don't really get up close and personal with them at all. That's true. So anyway, this is, would have been our first image in terms of release order of mm-hmm. the image or the first time we see this. Mm-hmm. So this is pretty cool. So the Pelicans get shot down, including the one you're on. Um, so after a pretty cool crash landing, you wake up and it's kind of a cool scene of like, well, a cool moment. I think it's different depending on difficulties, mm-hmm. what Cortana does and says. So um, there's a kind of a cool part of it where you hear kind of sometimes she's knocking. It sounds like she's knocking on the inside of your helmet. Yeah, that's what Kind I of heard. wake you up. Yeah, so that's kind of pretty cool. And sometimes she repeats the thing that she says. I think even the mission level is like careful there's two of us now or something like that. It's got oh. like um just like a homage to back yeah. to the first mission of the game of Halo. Yeah, that makes in sense. In C E. So it's kinda cool. And if you're like me, you straight away you swap your SMG for Johnson Sniper. And oh. normally he, he gives you so I always swap out the SMG I for sniper. I forget that you can take their weapon, the Marines' weapon. Yeah, that's a cool when thing I about took, this game. Um, you can swap weapons. 
When I took Sergeant Johnson's sniper, he said that feels bad, Chief. Real yeah. bad. Yeah, really. He also <laughs> yeah. he also he also can say other stuff. Like sometimes he says like if it was anybody else. Right. Like but you can't cool. do that in the first game, right? So that's another new, mm. new addition, right? No, it's a new addition. You think yep. you could do it in Reach? Um, you yeah. couldn't swap out nobles' weapons, but you could take Marines' weapons. Right. Uh, if I remember correctly. Um, but yeah, this this is the first one of the first introduction to this mechanic. Mm-hmm. And it becomes out. kind of a staple in the series. Pretty much. Yeah. And it is kind of important. It's, I, I actually like the little kind of the meta game of like giving my Marines power weapons mm-hmm. and having them actually be useful, let's say. So like Marines, well, don't give them rocket launchers, but giving them... They will um, murder you. They will murder you. Giving them sniper <laughs> rifles makes them way better than like... Because Marines will rock around in this game with SMGs and on literally normal up, they're useless. Do yeah, you know what I mean? They're right. just there to <laughs> take bullets, so... As kind of fodder, but I, I like giving them power weapons, especially sniper rifles. Yeah, because they'll hit sometimes. Um, yeah. So what I will say, because I've talked a lot already, uh, I love this mission. It is one of my favorites in kind of all of Halo. I love these two missions back to back. I used to always come back mm-hmm. just to replay them, yeah, play Outskirts and Metropolis, because they flow into each other really well. And I love the level design. I love fighting on Earth through a city that's kind of under attack. And yeah. That's like ODST brings in that kind of flavor right. as well obviously it's set in the same location and stuff so that's what i was gonna say is that when we come back to play odst it'll be interesting to see if, if they do like if there is any crossover at all you know because we're at the hotel Zanzar bar i'm forgetting now if it's an odst i don't know if you guys remember but it'll be cool to see if that if any of the, any of this stuff pops up mm. um so yeah we essentially this so i missed the skulls from the first mission, and I kind of forget about skulls, especially I'm just pl- playing on normal, I'm more focused on the lore stuff, versus I'm not really doing achievements. We, we've been covering them, so we'll just kind of mention them. You can hop up yeah. kind of towards the beginning of the mission and above on top of these buildings, and there's a skull, it's hidden in a garbage can, and <laughs> the, the walkthrough I watched, you could, couldn't even see the skull, so they seem to be more hidden than they were in Halo CE. Um, and then the Cairo station, oh wait, excuse me, the, the Cairo station one is the one that's hidden in a garbage can. You have to f- jump above the rafters, kind of, I think it's around in one of the, um, um, the hangars. Mm-hmm. Most of the skulls on Halo 2 are inaccessible on every difficulty except Legendary. So you have to play Legendary to get most of the skulls in Halo oh, 2. Oh, is that right? That could be why I don't have a lot of them. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, so but yeah, you gotta this play mission has, a lot in order to like, yeah. either f- walk, do a walkthrough or just wander around, I guess, but that sounds pointless. No, 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 just look it up. Look it up. Yeah. yeah, let someone else wander around for you. I think the very first time I played this game, uh, back when it first got released, there was skulls in the game as well. It was the first instance of skulls. And mm-hmm. on this map, I actually picked one up uh, without realizing what it was. Like, I just went jumping around the map and was exploring. And it's near the start of this game, you can pick up the blind skull, which removes your hood. And I instantly hated it. And oh. that's why all skulls just left a bad taste in my mouth like i never picked one up again mm-hmm. until i knew what it was like obviously i didn't look this up or i didn't know anything i just picked up the skull and right. i lost all my hood and i was like oh my god this sucks yeah so there's like a couple of good ones and a lot of bad ones yeah so they're supposed just... to make the game harder boo <laughs> <laughs> or more fun with the exploding uh, one maybe the grunt birthday some of them are that some of them are fun, fun. Anyway, most of them skull, suck. not fun. Yeah, so we uh, get greeted by a grunt right away, and then we proceed to um, a little area where there's rooftop turrets, and there's a bunch of waves here that essentially um, t- attack us. Oh, we have um, the courtyard, yeah, that courtyard area. So we have you know elites and, and grunts and jackals, a couple of ways of those. We got some drones, 
then we have a dropship with more covenant and then eventually some hunters will bang down the doors do you guys do any cool moment actually that is a cool moment yeah when they you yeah. can kind of see them kind of but knocking at the door essentially right and then it finally bursts this, open this can be really painful on legendary because you'll get jackal snipers which are the bane uh. of your existence on legendary yeah. in this game so in the courtyard scenes but you get mopped by sni jackal snipers because one shot it's... hit on legendary right or one shot kill. Yeah, it is. you're right yep yeah yep. if they hit you with that beam rifle you are dead yep you're dead yep no so problem. i have to say i loved the the hunters in this game mm -hmm. yeah i know they they got a got rid of the one shot kill uh which was obviously important uh, because they were just pointless otherwise yeah and um, they become a lot more effective when you can't just one shot them but um you can stun them with frag grenades which i thought was really cool oh okay um if you throw a frag grenade and you hit them you see them stun and they they don't really drop but their arms go to their sides and their neck stretches out and they kind of do this kind of weird dazed stance it's really cool it only lasts for like a second or two yeah but it allows you to get some shots into their neck and stuff like that into their actual weak points i hopped on a and, turret uh, and they went down pretty easy from the turret yeah. oh, on, nor on, norm on normal they do go down easy enough yeah um any any other kind of tactics that you use in this kind of area krista do you just run around or do you st stay put and do a turret i stay put and use a sniper and a turret oh okay that makes sense yeah i'm very take out the elite the sniper uh, i usually stick to the very top and then once the hunters come through i drop down to the turret yeah that makes sense um so after Important we clear thing to note go ahead sorry just on that the phantoms in this game are stupidly difficult because they have like three turrets on oh, them instead yeah. of one. Right. Yeah. So that's an important thing to note. They suck. Yeah, and that at least ship. you can shoot them off. So they will the shred is your handy day. For that. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah, especially in the higher difficulties. They um yeah, you just have to jump go inside the building and wait till they go away essentially, right? Yeah, I mean I will say I do like the design of the Phantom when we're moving from the dropship of the sp the Spectre. The spirit? Mm -hmm. The spirit to the phantom i do like the phantom i like the the grav lift style of them just dropping out of the the center oh, of yeah. it essentially mm -hmm. i think it's a really cool idea i like that it's enclosed and i don't know it's, it's a cool vehicle and i do like it so did we not see phantoms in ce it was all spirits no nope. it's all spirits all spirits oh, yeah. now we yeah. may have seen phantoms in reach i can't really remember yeah if there reach were. only yeah. had phantoms yeah. i think reach only had phantoms okay i thought it might have both but i can't remember yeah that's cool yeah, there's um, maybe so there was little... one or two spirits, but most. I think there is spirits because I think in the first mission, spirits yeah, drop there's... enemies in. It's it's mostly phantoms, but there are like a couple yeah. spirits. Yeah, there's so many little nuances like that that change from game to game, and you know we've played yeah. all the games so many times. It kind of kind of all runs together, and it takes kind of upon reflection. Oh yeah, I didn't see that in the last game, or this is a new mechanic. So we might stumble about that a little bit throughout the series, but um, lots of new stuff that they've they've added into this game outside of the you know just the story stuff that we've covered off a lot of in the first episode you know now that we're just really this this mission is really about just shooting aliens um th that's when a lot more of the, this mechanic stuff and differences come to life um all right so then we clear out this area then we can we start to go and advance through the corridors and now we meet start meeting some more jackal snipers here um a lot more there's like three yeah. of them in the very when you first get in there there's three of them and then there's like four or five as you're going through the city oh yeah, yeah. sniper alley i think this is even been dubbed yeah um, sniper alley unofficially pretty, but right before you get to sniper alley though you lose johnson so he's he's with you up until this point and then miranda chimes in on the comm and, and needs him to go somewhere else so yeah, he, help him he hops him. on but i will say 
if you haven't taken his sniper rifle, take it now because he just takes it away with him. Oh and yeah. Now up ahead there are sniper rifles that you can find if you explore in this in this map. You can find sniper rifles to pick up, but obviously, I think it's a huge benefit to grab it now, mm -hmm. leading up to the alleyway that you're about to face. I um I did I don't mind the beam rifle. I I picked that up and, and I'm fairly effective with that, so I, I grabbed that whenever I needed that long oh, that's range. That's true. Yeah, because um, otherwise I was running BR. See what was I running? I was running BR and SMG for a lot of it. I didn't think I really picked up any Covenant weapons besides the beam rifle. So you guys are running sniper and BR then? Yep. Yeah, for the most part. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I mean, I am trying to dual wield because it's on normal and because mm -hmm. there's a lot, and it's just it is somewhat fun mechanic and it's a bit nostalgic. Yeah. And you lose the ability in later games, so it's just I'm using it while I have it essentially, and on normal it's doable. Yeah. So we do have these snipers, um, and you know we've talked about kind of you're fighting through the city. So take a moment to kind of you know as you're playing through it to kind of realize, hey, that you're you're in you're in the middle of a city that's that's kind of been destroyed or is is kind of in the middle of being destroyed, um, and you do find that that pistol <laughs> that uh. they took all the fun away from it. Essentially, it's just kind of blah now. It's a piece know. of garbage. <laughs> there it's are just atrocious. A piece of garbage. Yeah, it, it fires really fast, but other than that, it's just... It's an affront to the word magnum. <laughs> yeah, they overcorrected, in my opinion, from the, the the new the Halo 2 pistol from the Halo 1. You better believe it. Yeah. Um, so you're able to find it kind of laying around in this area, and then as you progress, we get to the Hotel Zanzibar shortly, and then there's another one for you to um, pick up at that point. When I got to the Hotel Zanzibar, did you guys notice the superintendent was on the wall? No. No, yeah. actually, I did not. Inside, cool. there, there's a um, graphic, and we'll talk about the superintendent in um, ODST. But it, if you flip back and forth to the old graphics, superintendent, superintendent wasn't a thing yet, so he's not there. But in the anniversary edition, they did add him in there, which I thought was Oh, cool. that's a really cool touch. Mm -hmm. yep. That is pretty cool. I mean, there's other cool, cool stuff that they did add in as well, which I'll just say, if you notice, there's a lot of posters and graffiti around the city. And um, some of them is pretty cool. Like, one of the things they added was um, a copy of the Mombosa Times with the headline, Carbulo Gone, Not Forgotten. Oh, and it okay. features low-res screenshots from Halo 4, Forward Unto Dawn, which is oh. a pretty cool thing. So, I don't know if you guys have yeah. watched it yet, but um, right. Forward Unto Dawn was a mini web series, which was awesome, about an academy called Carbulo, where young Navy recruits were trained to be officers and stuff. Okay, yeah. It was a prequel to Halo 4, and it introduced a bunch of Halo 4 characters. So, that's just a quick summary of what it is. So, this is academy spoilers for that thing gets attacked by the Covenant and gets essentially destroyed. So, it's kind of pretty cool. I like the, the touches to that. Mm hmm Yeah. Lots of, lots of good stuff that they added in with the Anniversary Edition. The one mm -hmm. thing that they didn't take out was the flashlight. <laughs> Woo, yay, flashlight. Uh, there is a skull that switches Master Chief's flashlight out for Arbiter's um, Stealth. camo. Stealth, cool. yeah. oh. So you can have the If you put that on, you can have camo instead. I like that. Very Yeah, nice. that's really nice. That's a good touch. Uh, but yeah, I'm, for, I'm forgetting if you even need the flashlight other than like this one little hallway, which you don't really need <laughs> anyway. Yeah. This game isn't as dark as Halo 1, especially with the updated graphics. They yeah. really did a good job at lighting everything, mm -hmm. so it's not needed as much. Yep. Um, so we make our way through this dark, this darkened corridor, through the Hotel Zanzibar, um, and then we find a dropship on the other side here, and this is where you see the city. 
um, you know, city of New Mombasa in the distance. There's a shoreline here. Um, and then after you clear out the dropship, uh, the, the elites and the grunts, then you get a warthog. It's time for warthog. More warthog fun. Yay. So I thought it was cool, but they took away the invincible vehicles in this game. Yes. So your warthogs can blow up. That's an important distinction to know. Mm-hmm. Also, they introduced driver AI. Which, yeah. while bad, I still try and do it sometimes, just because it can be fun sometimes. So if you want to do you can get on the back of the turret and have the AI drive you through the map very badly. So, so before we talk, real quick, before we talk about kind of driving and stuff like that, um, I do want to take just a pause. Cause, so we saw this big city, right? We just kind of surfaced through and we see the city. I feel like it's a little missed opportunity still for me now that the the fight is set in New Mombasa and it's a you know it's a fictional city in you know fictional Halo but they never actually you know we never go and see like the Eiffel Tower or the the um, Empire State Building you know kind of like the those iconic um, uh, what are they called? Just buildings that we know of landmarks on Earth. landmarks yeah so it it's hard you know you're you're in this sci-fi universe it's Earth but it's 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 not really Earth in your mind because you don't see that sort of stuff, if that makes any sense. At the same time, like, when it comes to doing places that are very recognizable, it takes a lot more resources and time to actually build it. Because if you build mm-hmm. it wrong, people are going to notice. Even if yeah. it's in the far future, it has to be believable. Yeah. And I think that if it's not believable and if it's not done right, it can really ruin immersion. So it makes sense for them to have it in a futuristic city that doesn't exist right now. Yep. Yeah. yeah that, I mean, that makes sense. It's just, I understand why they did it, but it's still like, it, if one of those landmarks was, you know, up, even like the Sphinx or something like that, you know, granted it would be super old. It's already old enough. Um but it would just kind of be, it would be a little trigger, like, oh, this is Earth, and I'm defending Earth specifically, not this not this futuristic version of Bungie's, Bungie's Earth. Anyway, um, I don't know if you guys had that feeling at all or, or not, but... I kind of like that they use unusual locations mm-hmm. in Halo, because, like, the main standard for, like, Oni is, like, here and stuff like that, and it's, like, it's just unusual that it would be... I like the idea that we have a modern, built-up, futuristic african city yeah i think that's really i think that's kind of important and i I like that it's a different location than Mm -hmm. normally you'd expect and i think is unsc headquarters in sydney in australia so that's kind of Mm -hmm. that's cool i like that it's like it's not where you would expect a lot of future things to be like future you know sci-fi is always based in either america or europe or something like that you know like so i like that we're getting different locations yeah diversified yeah it does it does yeah but i also think that the first mission i mean in the first mission you see earth a Mm. lot because it's right outside the window and i think that's kind (laughs) of what sets sets the setting is just seeing the globe in the background yeah instead of just like the setting being in a city that's recognizable but it's it's interesting to hear you say that david though because a lot of the sci-fi stuff a lot of just media in general is based in the united states so it's it's refreshing where Bungie, you know, really nothing. There is some stuff down the road, but it's none of this is United States stuff. Um, it's all kind of just global, you know, Africa or wherever else they are, which is, I think is refreshing. Yeah. I do like that. I mean, you get a lot of obviously American voice actors, and you get a lot of yeah. there is a lot. Obviously, it's an American company. There's yeah. a lot of American isms in here, but I liked. I always thought that like Halo's world, the future is quite. Um, diverse in mm-hmm. terms of like um, 
cultures and people and stuff like that. I mean, ODST has loads of kind of African kind of lang or not language. What am I trying to say? Accents, mm-hmm. and stuff yeah, like that, which I like. Um, but the city itself feels diverse, even an African city like that, which I thought was cool. Yeah. Um. So I, I just we'll talk more when we get to ODST. But um, another thing is I don't know if you guys noticed, but there is a bunch of megaphones. There, a man can be heard broadcasting announcements in Swahili throughout oh. the mission. Oh, so that's really? kind of cool. It's a, yeah, it's a very subtle touch. I had to look it up because I didn't actually hear it, but I just I thought it was pretty cool that very there is cool. a guy yeah. speaking a local dialect. Very cool. All right, so now it's it's uh it's vehicle time. Krista, you were gonna say something about vehicles, I think. Uh yeah, so I picked up a ghost through the entire thing, but the um back to the driving AI. Uh, like three NPCs took the warthog and pretty much kept up with me the entire mission. Yeah. Well, there I like doing that too. I like taking a ghost and having Warhog come with you, mm-hmm. kind of, kind of back you up a little bit. So sometimes if you you can kind of push them through and they'll follow you along because the eye is a little bit weird. But um, I think depending on how long you sit, so you can get reinforcements. So I think I've gotten two Warhogs before. Well, I think that's doable. Really? You can get like two Warhogs. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Oh dang, that's cool. Um, yeah, I was the same way. I had a warthog follow me around pretty much the entire time, and that was that was pretty rad. Enjoyed that. So we go along the shoreline here. Um, we just kind of we get chased by a couple ghosts. There's ghosts to find as well along the way. Um, I like the ghosts, and now we can do the speed burst in the ghosts, which I think is awesome. So oh, yeah, so you can hijack cool. them. Oh, boarding! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good thing. That, yeah, that that's another great mechanic introduced in this game is ability to board vehicles. Mm-hmm. We may or may not have talked about. It. We probably even pointed out during Reach. Yeah. So obviously, there's AI driving in Reach. We definitely mocked Cat for being terrible. Yes. And, um, but there's also She's vehicle trash. boarding. <laughs> so vehicle boarding in both ways, right? They can board you. Covenant can board our vehicles, and then we can board theirs. Um, can you jump on the front of Ghosts too? Is that this yep. game? You jump on the front, and then you kind of jump around and like kind of kick them kick off, them off. The that's right okay can you plant a grenade too or is that just a race uh that's just rates okay that's right um yeah so we do we do go kind of go along the shore um which is which i, I kind of like because this portion of it because you almost feel like should i be here is this the right spot there's a couple of parts where you kind of proceed around where the shoreline gets really tight and you can drive around but it, but you have to be a little bit careful, and and when you get to the side, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, I am supposed to be <laughs> over here. This is where I am supposed to go. The terminal is is in this area. There's a structure, uh, burnout structure that you pop in and get the terminal. I missed the terminal. Did you guys remember to to get in and get it? Yep, I did. Yeah, you did. Nice. Um, something that I again, I'm kind of focused on the story stuff right now. So if I don't remember where it was right away or whatnot, I'm I'm, I'm skipping a lot of that stuff. It's things that you can always come back and, and do, um, and then just kind of quit out of the mission once you get the terminal or the the skull and pop that achievement. Um, and there is ways of if you go into the main menu of Halo, Halo Master Chief Collection, go to extras and go videos. You can look at all the terminals that way. Oh, It'll yeah. take you into the Halo channel to view them, but you can view them one after the other or just pick the one that you want. Are they so you in don't there... actually have to go into a mission to do it. Are they in there before in there you everybody. unlock them? Yep. Yeah, okay. That's nice. Yep. That is a nice touch instead of having to go to YouTube, <laughs> which, well, I guess it <laughs> depends. How you I'm sure mm-hmm. YouTube is probably still easier than doing what I just You're said. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else about it this kind in of the game. drive here? Um, you go through, this is a giant purple cannon, which they, doesn't really do anything. At least it didn't for me. It's an AA cannon. It's an AA cannon, yeah. yeah. 
So I, I just kind of cruise through here, this section. I don't really go around and clear out, especially on normal. I don't clear out the, the areas as much. Um, I oh, I do it for fun. Do you? <laughs> yeah. I do it for funsies, too. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Because it's fun, right? It's fun to shoot aliens. Yeah. It is and I fun. like the um, seeing the kind of Covenant fortified in different areas. Like, they have this kind of grav tower thing, like a sentry tower. We always get, like, sniper jackals up. And I always thought mm-hmm. those were really cool. I like seeing just how the Covenant invade and, like, eventually, like... All, they seem to have all these kind of mobile, um, kind of what I'm trying to say, mobile kind of bases, fortifications, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, bases and stuff that they set up. So I oh, thought yeah. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have the, the kind of tower guys, right? Yeah, yeah, that's all good stuff. So and the other cool thing here is kind of so kind of towards the end, right before you enter the tunnels, is those the drop pods come through, which I thought was great. They just kind of drop out of the sky. Oh yeah, the less cool um, ODST drop pods. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. And then you know the elites pop out, and he's like, "Oh, this is something new." There's just a lot of cool stuff in this game. They did a they did a great job with. It. They did a really good job evolving it from the from the first entry CE. Um, who wants to take us through the tunnels? I think David, your your tunnel guy. Is there like a cool achievement in here somewhere? Like, is there a weird thing, or is that a different game? For the tunnel? I yeah. don't know. What are you thinking of? I thought there was I thought there was like some funky achievement where you could like get on top of the tunnel somewhere else, but that might be a different game or a different section. So Ooh, forgive, forgive me if I'm misplacing it. Um, There's a lot of things in this game for like getting up on top of buildings and shortcuts and stuff, and mm-hmm. then this mission you can do it a lot. I don't know if getting on top of the tunnel is possible in this one. Okay, but there in the next mission there is like a. The uh, scarab gun that you can oh, do. Oh, maybe it's that one. We'll, we'll, okay, that's next. We'll talk about that when we get to that mission. Okay. Yeah, th- there is a, a bunch of stuff that you can do there. Okay, so what's the the weird um, vehicle in here that you guys see? What, what's that? It's like I it's not in CE, and I don't remember it being in the other games. This is the only game that it actually shows up in. I think it's got a yeah, turret I on top, so. and it's got a ghost in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's like a weird troop carrier thing that doesn't carry troops. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, it's a it's very new vehicle. Type twenty nine troop slash vehicle transport. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also name. known as the shadow. There we go. Wait, much better. <laughs> yeah, that that's the that's the actual, but it's it's literally just made to just transport stuff back and forth, because uh, Cortana actually says this a couple times. Well, she says it once in the tunnels that. The Covenant were not ex- expecting the presence of humanity yeah. on Earth, which is why a simple vehicle like this that's literally just for transportation would be present because it's mm-hmm. not a fighting vehicle. And that's such a throwaway line that you maybe like would have, if you played it the first time when it originally came out in 2004, you'd be like, what? What's going on here? But um, that's where that original, that prologue cutscene that we talked about last time, that comes into play from that that line there too so they just brought enough to find this portal that they're looking for they didn't actually think that they were going to come and invade you know the the home world of of the humans so which they'd been looking for for years right right so i guess a happy which accident kind of, for them <laughs> yeah and it kind of makes sense then why we have scarabs because scarabs are essentially they're not really a military vehicle they're actually for digging yeah, that, they're that, oh, that, right. um, mining platforms. That exactly, that's sense. exactly what they're. Now they obviously had been modified for combat and stuff, where they have weapons and stuff on them now. But obviously, mm-hmm. their big beam, the extractor beam, can be used for that. So, which is why they're actually like 
which is why they look so funky like a weird spider because it actually latches on to four sides of a hole and can just dig down yeah right that's pretty cool but yeah this uh this particular one in halo 2 is the type 40 47a um there is a 47b that we see in later games but um the main distinction is that this one is 100 percent mechanical and we'll mm. get into Ooh. get into the b in halo oh, 3 yeah. is, that, is that the stuff that has other things inside it mm-hmm. yes that is the type. interesting interesting that is Did the not there is a distinction between them that's yes. cool yeah this is the protos very cool um, yeah, so we, we kind of cruise through these, these tunnels here. Um, I have fun, especially when I'm on the ghost, the, the ghost is a lot of fun. Just kind of, I guess, ghost fight. Is that what you call it? <laughs> You're not calling yeah. it dog fighting. Well, they, have, they have so many, um, possibilities for cool jumps too. Yeah. Just, right. They just like, like put ramps everywhere. It's and so you can't yeah, control it in them. the air too. So like if you're kind of off, off kilter, you can kind of lean it back and make a nice landing. Otherwise you can just get out and flip it, but. You know, it's better to to land on your well. What would you call that? On your little hover wings. I love the the single <laughs> like the ghost is so fun. Like what other what other game has a, has a ghost like vehicle? It's so good. Hashtag Ghost Squad. That's right. I mean, ghost Mass squad. Effect One had that really fun vehicle. The bouncy one. The Mako. Yeah, no. the Mako. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Everyone's oh. favorite vehicle. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> I will. <laughs> oh, they did bring in the thing called a hammerhead in in oh, the second game. That was a kind of kind of like better. a ghost. It's kind of like a floaty. Thing. Yeah, right, right. I don't even know how to describe it, but it's kind of ghost-like in terms of that. It hovers over the ground. It's the wrong really... franchise. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Here's a war. Might have a single. <laughs> anyway, ghost is just unique and awesome. Ride the ghost. Ghost for life. Um. All right. What else do we got here? So take us through the end here. Um end of the mission we just kind of fight through the tunnels right yeah and then we get out into the city and then the cutscene for the next mission starts yeah well so there's no we end the cutscene this no. one just it just ends right yeah yeah there's not really any which is why i like playing the two too it just goes into the next the first cutscene for the next mission right yeah the missions flow into each other quite well mm-hmm. when you play as one character yes yeah uh, the other thing, oh, I, I forgot to mo- mention, there was one moment when you're going through the tunnels and you actually see the scarab um, fire through the tunnels. And you oh, that's see right. It yeah, that's yeah cool. it kind of like cool stalks you through the whole mission. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool moment. So, yeah, I totally, I, I mean, I get, David, why you why you like this mission. There's a lot of variety in this mission. There's a lot of stuff to do, a lot to explore, um, plenty of weapons to pick up. You get, a, you know, a good vehicle section, which is great. And then, and then it leads into the next mission, which is one of my favorites because it's tank time. Duh, spoilers! Oh my god! <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else before we go on to term uh, community and terminal? No. Just I will say it's not a terminal, but you guys want to talk about another day at the beach? Yeah. Do yes. That real quick. Yeah. So way back in the day. You kids may or may not be remember, but we used to have DLC that wasn't really DLC, but kind of was. So Bungie brought out the Halo 2 map pack on a disc, which you had to buy separately. And what it was, was a bunch of multiplayer maps. And also was a few single player um, additional content, well not single player content, but like bonus videos. I think there, were, there was a making of documentary, like a vid doc that Bungie used to love to put out. And there was also this cool thing called Another Day at the Beach which was a cutscene that 
follows the other pelican that gets shot down at the beginning of this. And it's a really cool cutscene that got uh, remastered, which I didn't know until today, by the Halo 2 Anniversary team. You can access it by YouTube, which is the easiest way to do it, but you can also do it by going into the main menu of MCC, going to videos, or extras, videos, and it takes you to the channel. And if you scroll through the Halo 2 Anniversary cutscenes, go to the very end, and the second last one is a vid called Another Day at the Beach. And then after that is the um, the two Jameson Locke videos that we kind of touched upon. That Ooh. was kind of somehow <laughs> getting Halo 2 and connecting it to Halo 5. It was really weird. But the inner day of the beach is pretty damn cool. Yeah. So it follows this group of ODSTs as they crash land on the beach behind Hotel Zanzibar. You actually meet up with them in the game when you get to Hotel Zanzibar. You even have some of the same dialogue that you in this vid that Cortana you can overhear during the mission. Um, it's pretty cool. So this team of ODSTs gets attacked by another team, which is a, a elite miner, a sniper jack girl, and two grunts. And it's just a cool mm-hmm. intro of how this team works together, gets its way up the beach. It's only about four minutes long. They noob combo the shit out of um, <laughs> the elite. And it's such a cool scene of like the elite goes stealth, throws a grenade at, a, at the marines, and hits one of the helmets on the ODST. Sorry, he pulls off his helmet, throws it at the elite, that's in stealth and it goes off and knocks him out of stealth and then the team kind of have a cool dynamic where he grabs one of them and they say toast him and they new one of them new combos him and it's just so cool mm-hmm. and then the, the team is like yep we're here we're barely survivable blah 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 yeah we're ready Cardano. it's cool and then you it's meet them at cool hotel zanzibar and they're like yeah. hey how's it going <laughs> and then I think it, they get into the GPU. with halo 2 it's i mean cool. obviously they didn't necessarily know what they had with halo 1 but with halo 2 as as they're writing this and building out this game, they're realizing, you know, you have a, a a straight line shooter, but you also have this opportunity to tell all these little side stories, and that's kind of this is one of the first side stories that they get to, to begin to tell. Um, oh yeah, Halo Two is bursting with lore mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, yeah, so we should, let's do. Well, why don't we do terminal? Then we'll go back to community since we're kind of in this lore zone. Want to talk about the terminal really quick? Krista? Yep. Uh, this terminal is going to be pretty uh, pretty short. It kind of is... Pr- it's very self-explanatory. Most of these term- terminals are unlike the Halo CEA ones, which are That's like, true. I don't know what I'm looking at. Yeah. But um, this one talks about the... Um, well, Thiel Vadams, uh, <laughs> Or we'll just <laughs> call you. him Vadam. I keep wanting to say something different, but it's okay. <laughs> um, I'm just going to call him Thiel. Uh, talked about Thiel's... Um, Thiel's attack on the planet called Chamber. Um, Chamber was a major manufacturing center for the UNSC. Had about 5.6 million people on it. Cool stuff. Um, He, of (laughs) course, attacks the planet with very little warning, was able to get his troops on the ground and himself, um, and goes straight for the UNSC headquarters personally. Um, He got there so fast that the Marines that were supposed to be protecting the facility weren't even equipped and because of his Sangheili honor he let them actually he, he stayed his sword for a little bit and actually mm-hmm. let them arm themselves before um engaging them in combat this is one of actually the first times that a Sangheili is actually actually like almost like He's basically acknowledging um, humans' battle prowess, that yeah. he actually wants to have a battle with them. And Sangheili are all about fighting 
and honor in battle, honor in combat, fair fights, all of that stuff. So, I mean, it made sense for him to do it, but it almost it's almost like he's kind of coming down and seeing us as warrior capable warriors, mm-hmm. which is a really big step between Sangheili human relations, even if we're still shooting at each other. Yeah. I think that's uh-huh. they if you're just playing the games, you maybe get a you probably get a sense of that of um kind of that that honor that the Sangheili have, but that's it's described very well in the extended lore. Mhm. Uh, some p- some places to go for that is definitely the uh, Kilo 5 trilogy, second mm-hmm. book, Thursday yep. War. It's all about Sanghealy. So, um, and I also did a, uh, I also did a lore section on the most recent episode of Podcast Evolved. You can check that out. But, um, it just, um, and that's pretty much the whole cutscene. It just ends with, um, you know, CL was able to take over the planet. Only like 80, 81,000 people actually survived getting off of the yes. planet. And it's just another, it's just another, um, you know, stick in the mud for, um, mm-hmm. Stepping stone for the <laughs> for Yeah, stick in the stone. Another takeover for him. Another victory. Stick in the stone. What are you stepping trying to say? Stone. <laughs> stepping stone. Just stick in the mud. What the hell is going on? I don't know. <laughs> Idioms. All sorts Idioms of don't work. But whatever. <laughs> it was just another victory for Thiel and of course his fleet. Feather in his cap? Maybe? Feather in his cap? Ooh, Anybody? I like it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go to the community question. We didn't get a whole lot of, of uh, input, but I, but this this pistol, come on, really? <laughs> this pistol is just weak. What have you done, Bungie? Yeah, I don't know. I, so uh, the post I made in the in the Facebook group just asked like, what happened to the pistol, and nobody really said. There's two responses I think, and maybe it was because everybody's just so disappointed in the pistol. <laughs> I don't know. And we've talked about it so much to death. Everyone just, it's the easiest target just to shit on. But the first response, actually, he likes it. So, Brad Tharp is a crazy person. He said, Halo 2 Magnum might be second best in the series. Incorrect. Incredible high rate of fire. (laughs) Accurate. mm, Dual wheelable. mm, Swapping plus plasma pistol on legendary water elites. So, I know what he means. Um, By noob comboing it, you can take out elites fairly quickly. If you're good enough with the Magnum, but like even one shot from the Magnum with no shields, I don't think it kills on a headshot on Legendary. Ooh. I haven't done it that often, but I would always SMG to noob combo mm. as opposed to mm-hmm. pistol to noob combo. But um, I don't know. It's if it's what he likes, it's what he likes. <laughs> um, Nate Bacon, hello Nate. I'm glad we have a better balance between one and two for current arsenals. I'm glad we have a better balance between one and two. What is the hell is he talking about? Uh, he's probably <laughs> just saying that the oh, pistols... we have better pistols in between. Yes. Yeah, we have a balance between them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, like I said, reach pistols is pretty. Reach Reach's pistol is pretty good and does bring it yeah. back close. The sidearm should Hill be capable. Is also awful. Yeah, this, yeah. You yeah. should be able we'll, to pull. We'll talk your, about when we get there. Your sidearm and finish off an enemy, not you know, take three or four shots to the, to take him out. Anyway. I mean, I would have been okay with them just omitting a pistol at all in this game and just give handing me a BR. I mean, <laughs> just give you some rocks. Well. Just here's some rocks yeah. to pick up and throw at the guys. That would be cool too. <laughs> I mean, or a dart gun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, just a blow, blow gun. Just <laughs> <laughs> all right, that will do it for our debriefing of the outskirts mission from Halo Two. On the next episode, we'll be covering Metropolis. From Halo 2. Yeah. Fun missions. Send us your thoughts at 
podcastevolved at gmail.com or drop us a tweet at podcastevolved on Twitter. Until next time, evolve. Evolved. Evolved. Nice. Very nice.